You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Thank you so much to Brandon Thorne for joining us. A little offensive line 101. A lot to talk about with the Cincinnati Bengals, but we move on to these free agency signings. They either happen in prime time, 10 p.m. at night, or midnight. The Bengals with a move when it comes to tight end. Uh, what's crazy about it is Jay Morrison uh, over at The Athletic, he was actually at the owner's meeting. He was talking to Zach Taylor, and he, he even tweeted it out yesterday. He goes, yeah, I have a piece on the tight end. Everybody's asking me about the tight end stuff. I don't know if Bengals fans are going to like it because he pretty much said, you know, we're really happy with our room. You know, look what our tight end coach was able to do with some of these tight ends. And he has a point. I mean, you get CJ Uzama out there. Um, you get Hayden Hurst paid, and and they really know how to get tight ends paid if they play with Joe Burrow for at least a year or two. Uh, we move on to Irv Smith Jr. We've actually talked about him on this podcast when it comes to free agents who were available at the time, and Irv Smith is someone who I was okay if they if they brought in and they make the announcement to a one year deal. You've been watching tape. What do you think about Irv Smith Jr.? Uh, solid, solid. The, the elevator pitch, I guess, is. Pretty good receiver. There's a little bit of stuff, and we'll get, probably get into it. Um, but pretty good receiver. He can make an impact there for sure. Surprisingly good in space as a blocker. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't he's not much. He's not like a great blocker, but he's really good at that. I was. Uh, I sometimes when I'm watching, it's just like I take note of something, and I don't know if it's like his best trait, but it's just something that surprised me. It's just like watching, like oh my goodness, there he is in space again, just being able to like, get the linebacker and seal him off pancake a corner whatever whatever's needed so the pitch is good receiver can do enough as a blocker and i think the Bengals will be happy with this signing it reminds me a bit of hayden hurst although he's younger and more athletic one of the things, uh, you know, people attach to Irv Smith Jr. is the injuries, but it always feels like it's it's not one lingering injury. It's just another thing, just trying to stay healthy and on the field. And as you mentioned, he's young. And if this guy can stay healthy, he's going to be a difference maker when it comes to the weapons that this team has. They don't involve the tight end that much. So if you get another guy out there when it comes to speed and some of his other abilities when you watch him on the field, what do you think he's going to bring to the, the weapons? Yeah, so... He's very smooth, especially when he's working underneath and doesn't get the top speed and try to throttle down from there. I think that sometimes gives him an issue, but he's very smooth underneath as a mover. Uh, They use him on what's called, I believe, a stucco route, which is you go forward and then you go right and then you go back left. (laughs) And uh, he was able to cook some linebackers once in a while with that one because it's like a triple move thing. And he just changes direction really well in that area. Uh, He's got good hands. He's only dropped four passes in his career, 
And he does a really good job of holding on through contact, some big hits, and he just pops up with the ball. He uh, was able to hold on. Not the greatest contested catch guy. And, man, I said good hands, but a play that sticks out, and it stuck out to me because this was a primetime game. I think it was Monday Night Football against the Eagles. He got behind everybody and dropped what should have been like a 60-yard touchdown, like nobody near him. So good hands, although I guess it – you know, didn't pop up at the biggest moment <laughs> of that game. Uh, but he's got I, – I think he's just – as a weapon, it's easy to use him because he's athletic, he's a smooth mover, he's a good job of pushing off, creating separation that way. The only thing that concerned me was he doesn't release well, uh, meaning he doesn't keep his chest clean. You know, guys are able to hit him, jam him, move him around a little bit. I think that's something that comes usually with age with tight ends. Uh, it's one of the things that Michael Mayer is really good at. And it's why I'm like, okay, Michael Mayer probably enters the league as a good receiver because he does, he's doing things that like tight ends usually pick up as they get older. Um, but that's something that the tight end coach, I mean, I have some faith that he might get better at it because he's young. He gets to work with a new tight end coach. He gets to be in this room as the de facto number one guy, depending on what happens at 28. Uh, but overall, I think he's a good weapon to be added to this receiving room. You mentioned Michael Mayer, and one of the things when it comes to pick 28, we don't know where the Cincinnati Bengals are going to go. They had Sidney Jones. We're going to get to him a little bit later when it comes to more of the CB4, could be CB5, depending on uh, what they do the rest of the offseason. When you look at the draft, and I still think they'll bring Mitchell Wilcox back um, on a really cheap one-year deal, too, to just add more depth in the tight end room, and he was okay for Joe Burrow last year. Who would really compliment uh, Herb Smith Jr. when it comes to a tight end, maybe at 28 or in the second round? Well, for this year, it's Darnell Washington. Because everything I said about Irv is, you know, not the best in line, not the best taken on. He, yeah, he just got destroyed at times by like Cam Jordan types, really, really good players. But just he, he would be on the backside of things and Cam Jordan just beat him so bad. He's making a play all the way over on the front side. Um, so, you know, not a guy, and I think the Bengals will rely on him to do that stuff because they did with Hurst too. And if Hurst messed up, it's just, it is what it is, but we need you to do this. Uh, so, but if you get Darnell Washington, well, now he can be a little bit more of that big slot, the move tight end type and Darnell Washington gets to stay in line and, uh, do what he does best block, <laughs> beat people up. Um, and both of those guys are really good blockers in space. Darnell Washington might be the best. I'm not going to say like not the best ever, but probably the best I've watched for, of guys that block in space, like watched a lot of just unbelievable at doing that. Every time he gets out there, he's putting a guy on his back. So that's uh that's if you're doing the one year, if you're just trying to compliment for this year, we're going to go all in, go for that Super Bowl. Let's win. Let's win it this year. It's Darnell Washington. After this year, I think that's a little bit questionable. You're hoping for some development. I know he's very athletic. He's a better mover at the combine than he was on the field for Washington. I'm talking about Washington now. Uh, so, like, can you can you get that out of him? Can you get him to play fast? Can you get him to be the athlete that he was at the combine and be a weapon? Because if you can, maybe not year two, year three. Maybe you get another guy for a year one, like a one-year thing next year as well. But year three, if he can do that, You've probably, I mean, he's probably the best all-around tight end if he can do that. It's it's everything with the receiving that's a question for him. He's huge. He's athletic. He's a heck of a blocker. And 
with Irv, he doesn't need to be your fourth receiving option this year. He gets to kind of relax, you know, probably catch 20 balls, <laughs> do the Mitchell Wilcox, uh, but, you know, more added blocking ability and uh, probably a little bit more dynamic of a receiver as well to start the, to start his career. So he'd be, he'd be like a high, it'd be Mitchell Wilcox. Uh, Mitchell Wilcox is probably a bad example. <laughs> He's like a better, much, much better blocking version of Drew Sample, I think. Like the idealized Drew Sample and then he's also a better receiver, though. So it's hard to find a comparison. The comparison I always come back to of not banging. Your like, sample's PTSD. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, well, it's like that mold, though, you know, better blocker than receiver. The guy I come back to is Mercedes Lewis back with the Jaguars. It, you know, really high end athlete, didn't always play that way, but he's super blocker. And that's uh that's what I keep thinking of when I think of like what could he be? Jermaine Gresham's not like a terrible idea there. I think. Yeah, he even has the drops. So <laughs> I haven't seen him fumble. I haven't seen him fumble. So, you know, we get that part uh, knocked out. It's Jermaine Gresham without the fumble issues. You know, really good blocker, really athletic. Drop some balls. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, but he's a little bit more raw as a receiver than Gresham was coming out, I think. I don't know. I was not watching Oklahoma scouting those tight ends <laughs> when Gresham was uh, selected. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How do you feel, though, if Irv Smith Jr. is your tight end one in September? Fine. Yeah, good. This is why you make that signing. <laughs> that's why That's why I'm not all aboard Mayor, who is still probably your best long-term option, safest for sure. But, and he's a better, he's, I think he's a better inline blocker than uh, Irv as well. But I'm happy with Irv. I think, I think you'll get similar production to what Hurst was able to do. And he's... Man, I, yeah, I, I like Hurst and him are pretty similar players. Shorter arms. Uh, I think Irv's a little smaller. Definitely shorter. He's only 6'2", so he's a short tight end. But a little more athletic. Gives you a tiny bit more juice. He's uh, They're just as good at catching the ball as each other. They have their issues, uh, you know, getting open a little bit. But they also are able to get open with their athleticism and everything else. So I don't think it's very different from – what Hayden Hurst was able to give you. So I'm perfectly fine with that as your tight end one for cheap on a one-year deal. It's great. My favorite thing was, cause that announcement happened around midnight. I didn't see it till this morning cause I was asleep, but uh, I saw Jamar Chase's tweet pop up from the Globo five and he was really happy mm -hmm. um, with that. So I'm connecting the two because um, Irv Smith Jr. is from uh, Jamar Chase's hometown. So maybe there's oh. a connection there. Um, Enola guy and uh, just another weapon for this room. And I think one of the things that's really cool and, you know, maybe we hear this more after the signing, we talked about with Orlando Brown Jr. His agent reached out to the Bengals the day they signed him. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. had several offers. Of course, he was one of the last tight end to sign, at least one of the upgraded top tight ends in free agency um, out of like the top four, top three. Um, where, where would you put him? Irv Smith Jr.? Out of all the tight ends in free agency? Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Well, Foster Moreau did, I don't know if he counts because of the unfortunate. Um, So he's behind Schultz and he's, Evan Ingram didn't hit free agency. I mean, I don't think this is probably a very hot take. I don't think he's much worse than Mike Kosicki. Like, I've got him around the same level. <laughs> it's a hot take, I guess, but like... No, I mean, that's fine. Kosicki can make the contested catches. He can make the spectacular catches, but like down-to-down consistency is probably Irv Smith. I always... I, but I'm a little bit lower on Kosicki. I think that a lot of people... But yeah, I, I Kosicki can't block, and Irv can block a little bit. So I, overall probably about Mike Kosicki level. And I know that's uh there are people that are very big Mike Kosicki truthers. I may make upset about that, but Hey, he's a good receiver. He can work the seams. He can work down the field. I think uh, Kosicki would probably be more of a vertical threat, but at the same time for the Bengals, what they need, what they want about the same Irv or Kosicki. So yeah, that's a, uh, so what was that be like tied for third or something? I'd have Foster Moreau ahead of both of those guys uh, and Dalton Schultz ahead of them. I can't think of all the, uh, all the tight ends that were available, but he's up there. I remember when I made my uh, poll, I was like after Irv Smith, because this is probably the last like plus tight end that you can find in free agency. Who do you want? Because it was slim pickings after that. You're, you know, it's the, uh, um, there's some guys out there that can play, but you know, that, that you're projecting a little bit. One of the things that I like about it, it's a one-year deal. I think with the Foster Morel, that would have been if they could have maybe a two to three-year deal. Cause he's still pretty young, uh, when it comes to just adding another vet in the tight end room. But I was really surprised because it kind of got quiet in the tight end room over the last few days. And I thought, no, they're probably out on Irv Smith Jr. Just because Zach Taylor did have his coach speak and just kind of felt really comfortable with what they had. Heavy draft coming up um, in the tight end room, which I still feel like they're going to add uh, two more tight ends before they they start in September. But overall, it's really cool because um, NFL Network actually tweeted it out this morning. There were uh, several teams that were in on Irv Smith Jr. And again, those teams... They weren't confirmed. I want to say the Miami Dolphins were one of the teams. And he chose the Bengals because Burrow, Higgins, Jamar Chase, and he wanted to win. And I think that's another factor because, you, like I mentioned before, you get the Orlando Brown agent calling and saying, hey, he he knows what Cincinnati is. They had to face him in the AFC Championship two years in a row, knows that this team can win. They have Joe Burrow. You want to go and, yeah, you want to get paid, getting paid helped, but uh, you want to to see what you can you can do in Cincinnati. And Herb Smith Jr., I have this thing in my head that the Bengals just go to these tight ends and they pull up a PowerPoint and it's Hayden Hurst. It's Jay Uzama, and they said, this is what you can get next year. Just a one-year deal, show what you can do, and um, you, you can really uh, make a good investment on yourself in the NFL. So I think it was really cool that Herb Smith just said, you know, I want to I go win. I want to go play with Burrow. And we joke about the Burrow effect a lot, but I think that really matters. And even the pro scouting director was on Locked In Bengals, and he said that that's what's different about this year. He said the agents are calling them, and obviously they're doing work too, but they're like, hey – my my player has an interest in playing for you guys. Let's see what we can work out. And I think that's huge when it comes to uh, the contract they're still working on with Joe Burrow. Yeah, uh, it's a three-step process to get paid as a tight end in the NFL. Disappoint early, go to the Bengals, <laughs> and then go get paid the next year. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, because that's, that's what it's kind of been. Like, Uzama wasn't doing much, and then Burrow, I mean, he was okay early on, I think. But, you know, very raw. He was a later pick. Then boom, he has one year with one full year with Burrow and he explodes and goes, gets a big deal. Hayden Hurst, 
disappoints, gets replaced, comes to Cincinnati, has a great year, goes off and gets a new deal. I think that does, you know, it's becoming a pattern. So if Irv does it, I mean, if I'm, you know, I don't know. If I'm getting sick of your Schultz, maybe you're kicking yourself a little bit. Just like uh, if, if Irv's able to pull off like a bigger year than people are expecting, I don't know, six, 700 yards or something like that. You know, maybe they're just like, man, maybe that's where I should have gone for it. Because they both signed one-year deals. Maybe that's where you should have gone and signed the one-year deal. But all the best to those guys. Uh, yeah. That's uh, – I'm happy with the Irv signing. I don't uh, – I think this was the last, this was like the last of a batch. This was uh, the cutoff from him. You know, there's to me, Gesicki, Hurst, and Irv kind of all in the same grouping. So after this was kind of a cutoff, and then you get to like your Shaheens and your Dan Arnolds, which I would feel less fine. I, I would think you might don't have to take one at 28, but you might be really incentivized to take one at 28 if that was your starting tight end. Yeah, I was a little surprised to see that come in over the notifications this morning, but good news for the Bengals, and hopefully it works out for Irv Smith Jr. He can stay healthy, and uh, maybe that multi-year contract will come with the Bengals next year after this one-year deal, so to be determined. But we'll get to more for agent signing Sidney Jones when it comes to the secondary next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.